We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is one that's more about my personal opinion okay. as opposed to actually thinking it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. I just think Al Golden is who he is, and there's no changing that. But I think the in, in, the unwillingness to turn the defensive line loose is probably my my one huge coaching critique so far this season because essentially what you're doing, Ryan, is you're saying if we're going to scheme our way into success and if we don't have it, then we're not then our players are not going to have the opportunity to go out there and do it on their own. And that's a big concern of mine. They have not turned this defensive line loose. I would like to see them do that in this game. This is an offensive line that if given the opportunity to do so, this defensive line should dominate. They're not very athletic. On the inside, they're kind of small, to be honest with you. I believe they did make a, a change at, at um one of the guard spots in this game, based on at least based on their own depth chart. I don't know if that's actually going to happen or not, but um, it, it's it's they're not their offensive line's not very good, and that's it's cool. a game that Notre Dame should should feast. This is one of those games where you you've got to give your D line at some point a chance to say, hey, can you guys go make a play? Marcus Freeman said on Monday, hey, we have full faith in the D line. Okay, Shh, prove it, prove it. Let let yeah. them let them eat a little bit in this game, and that's something I would like to see them do. I I don't I'm not holding my breath, but I think it's very important that they do that in this game that they allow this defensive line to like, what what, can you stop a team without blitzing? Cause right now we don't know that Notre Dame can do that because they haven't done it. And a couple times they didn't do it on Saturday. It's like the D line was still trying to run through defenders on that touchdown pass from Brendan Armstrong. The D line still trying to run through defenders and you know, they're, they're dropping seven and Brendan Armstrong gets out of the pocket and gets a clean pocket. So I would like to see them really turn this D line loose and let them eat a little bit. Cause when they have the few times they've done it, I mean, I liked what I've seen from Riley Mills. I, I thought Riley Mills and Howard Cross played really good on Saturday. Yes. NC state yeah. as a duo, I'd like to see them get turned loose and I'd like to see them turn, uh, uh turn, uh, Jordan Patelho loose a little bit. I'd like to see a little bit more of Josh Burnham. We didn't see much of him last week and, and, you know, I, I, I get why, because we know who Al Golden is, right? And and I, I thought Al Golden had a great game plan last week against NC State. But as you and I discussed, right, that's not a very good offense, 
Right. It's not. And and you're going to need to let your guys make some plays at some point in time. You you cannot go through 13, 14 games and be a defense that's built on if we don't strategize to get to have success, meaning like we we have to play call our way into success all the time. I, I I just don't know that that's a recipe for sustained 13, 14 game success, especially against the Ohio States, the USC's of the world. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're stressed about buying tickets or doing some last-minute ticket hunting to college football games, concerts, comedy shows, your favorite activities, Game Time is the place for you. They take the stress out of buying tickets. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theaters near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball games, concerts, comedy shows, theaters, and more. The Game Time Guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code IRISH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code IRISH for $20 off. Download the GameTime app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. That's GameTime.co. Well, and I would say this too, Brian, is that I, I think first and foremost, I feel like Howard Cross is now, he's now nominated by me as a guy that's probably going to be one of the most underappreciated football players that we've had recently, man. Like he's playing great football, like not just good football. Like he's playing really, really well, guys. Like I think we need to appreciate Howard Cross and the impact that he's had on the season so far in the first three games, because you're going to need him. You're going to need him when things get a little bit tougher, because he's one of those, you know, he's that old wily vet at this point which is you know you need those types of guys but i really think that you're going to be going against a couple teams here that have struggling offensive lines right and and i think that for me it's like there's nothing more crippling to an offensive coordinator 
than to sit there and think we can't block four. Can't do it. We can't stop their defensive line. Forget about the second level guys for a second. Think about, forget about Maris Loifau. Forget about JD Bertrand, Jack Kaiser, and whoever else plays in, in, you know, JD spot this week, right? It's about, can you stop the first level and then get things working to the second and third level offensively? That's the mindset that goes into that. If you can't stop four, it's debilitating. It is. I mean, it breaks your soul a little bit, right? And I think Notre Dame has guys that can win one-on-one matchups, to your point. Like, I think Riley Mills can win a one-on-one. I think that Howard Cross can win a one-on-one. I have seen Jordan Batelho win one-on-ones. I know he can do it when you let him loose. I want to see Javante Jean-Baptiste have some opportunities as a big end to get some one-on-one opportunities. Notre Dame has some guys. And to your point, Brian, you're going to be playing against teams soon here, the Ohio States of the world, for instance, right? That offensive line is a major question mark right now, right? It's a major question mark. So if you're able to win with four, that is going to give you a lot of optimism for the rest of the season. That I think could be a precursor for the rest of the season. That you don't have to do it this way. You can do it in multiple ways. It takes a lot of pressure off the secondary and the linebackers. Because if you're bringing all these blitzes and you're just using – like somebody's like, you know, hey, I'm concerned about the D-line only having four sacks. I'm like, well, the D-line's not really given a chance to really rush the way that you need it, want a team to rush. They're they're trying to – they're using the D-line to create pressures for the linebackers is basically what they're doing. And, you know, that's fine when it works, but it doesn't work all the time. No no defensive coordinator's that good – where always his pressures come through. Well, it doesn't hurt you against NC State, but you do that against Marvin Harrison and Emekic Buka and Kate Stover and, you know, all the kids that, you know, Zechariah Branch catches one crossing route, you know, against Cam Hart or Benjamin Morrison in off coverage, and all of a sudden your linebackers didn't hit home and Caleb Williams is hitting him in stride on a cross or an over, and it's a touchdown. Uh, you know, whereas you can help your secondary, not that they can't match up, but, yeah, they can match up, but, if you can take 10, 15 snaps in the game where you can help them by getting up underneath certain routes, you know, like, look, teams are going to keep going to that over-the-middle stuff against Notre Dame because they keep blitzing their inside linebackers. So I'm going to go at your safeties. I'm going to run some high lows. I'm going to try to get to that part of the field because it's very difficult for your safeties to defend that, especially from single high because now they expose themselves to potential stuff down the field, and now you're putting your nickel in a bad spot because he's trying to have to cover an in-breaking route. And that can be a tough route to defend in man because if you try to undercut it, Ryan, and miss, that guy's gone. You know, so you've almost got to play it over the top and almost give that route up. And and teams are going to knowing that they're just well, we know they're going to blitz their linebackers, so let's just keep going to that. And you know, it, it may not hurt you this week, but it'll hurt you next week because you're going to hit that one in cut where Marvin Harrison catches it because he's got off coverage, and, the, and Ohio State will put him in the slot. They will do that. He's going to line up in the slot, work that part of the field against Thomas Harper and the safeties. And if your linebackers aren't ever helping out or rarely helping out, you're just putting them in a really tough spot where, hey, look, Marvin Harrison's running a deep end cut. We got our linebacker underneath him, our nickel over the top, and our safety helping out deep to protect against any deep ball stuff that's tagged with him running over and, you know, like post ins and post drags and stuff like that where you're using him as has has bait. Well, in this game, the way that Notre Dame's doing it now, the safety is going to be king on those those drags and those overs and those digs that Marvin and the ends that Marvin Harrison is going to do. And so what are they going to do? They're going to run their posts, you know, run try to run some posts over top of it. Uh, and now you're putting your 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 corners in spots where man, they've got to be perfect. 
And you can't be perfect against that group of receivers. Cam, Cam Hart made one mistake against Ohio State last year. One mistake. And what was the result, Ryan? 50-yard touchdown. Touchdown, Emeka Ikuka. Yep. That, that's, that's the deal. You can't always put them in that spot where sometimes you got to say, hey, look, let's let's drop back and do this. Because, like, look, I, I kind of understood it last year because you're like, guys, if we just let C.J. Stroud get in the pocket, he's going to rip us apart. So we're going to take our chances with this pressure package. And you know what? It worked to a degree. There was two plays where Notre Dame couldn't get pressure on the quarterback, and they resulted in, you know, or you made a mistake in the secondary. One, the result in the secondary resulted in the, – the mistake in the secondary resulted in a touchdown. And the one time you brought a pressure, heavy pressure, and you didn't get home, it resulted in another touchdown. That's just – that's going to happen when C.J. Stroud's your quarterback. I'm sorry. I'm making Kyle McCord beat me. I'm making that offensive line beat me. I'm going to let my defensive line do more. I just don't know that Al Golden has that in him. And if he if he's not willing to do it this week, Ryan, he sure as heck isn't going to do it next week. And that's why, you know, we've t- turned a lot of uh, talked a lot about this, but my one my one key is I really want to see them turn the defensive line loose. And then if the D-line doesn't make plays, then you know, hey, you know, we couldn't get pressure on Central Michigan. We've got some issues, right? But right now, I don't I don't know that you really know the answer to that question. And um, and then also practically for this for this game, I don't necessarily want my linebackers being near the quarterback level if they miss against Bert Emanuel, because right. that's how they extend drives. Ryan, practically speaking, when he's stepping into the pocket, I mean he he's every bit the runner Brendan Armstrong was. He's just not nearly the passer. Okay. So he's this is another week where it's like let your D line feast a little bit, get that guy off off rhythm. And then when he if he does the D line doesn't get to him, you've got two, three, you got two linebackers chasing that kid. That's another reason I would like to see that get turned, see that D line get turned like loose a little bit too. So there's the big picture part that we spent a lot of time on. But practically speaking, against against Bert Emanuel is have him moving around and having to dodge people and all that. Cause if you're turning your D line loose, somebody he he tries to avoid a pass rush from Howard Cross and step sidesteps and steps up, he's stepping right in the arms of Riley Mills or Javante Jean Baptiste or Jordan right. Patelho or somebody like that. That's the other practical reason for this particular game. Yeah. Well, I talked about that in one of my in one of my matchup pieces this week is that Notre Dame needs to corral that kid like you need to because he is not he is not a good passer right now. This is not a good passing offense right now. But the one thing he has is he's a good athlete, man. I mean, if you look at him in his limited role last year, they used him as kind of like a de facto Wildcat quarterback last year. The average is pretty good yards per carry, if I remember correctly. Now, this year it's a little bit different because it's a lot more know working out of structure and you know scrambling and like there's sacks built in to that as well yeah yeah but he he's a he's one of those kids that everything's perfect right your secondary is doing well your pass rush has their lane integrity you miss a tackle and then he breaks one for 15 20 yards you're just like dang man like that's just the drive extender and that's super annoying right don't let don't let him be annoying this week is like my biggest key like let him be a struggling redshirt for sophomore quarterback that needs a lot of growth, right? Don't let him turn into the talented athlete that he is. Keep him in the pocket, keep him confused, and get him on the ground, ultimately. So, Ryan, to your point, he was at 7.2 yards per carry last year. So, Excuse me, 7.4 yards per carry last year, to, to your point. He played in four games last year. I believe he was a true freshman last season. Played uh, four games, had 496 yards in four games last season. He played the last four games of the year. That includes a 293-yard performance against Buffalo. And then he also went for 75 yards 
and three touchdowns against Eastern Michigan. He had 98 yards rushing and a touchdown against Western Michigan. This year against Michigan State, he had 41 yards rushing, and against New Hampshire, he had 101 yards rushing. Now, the uh, when you when you look at it, he's lost 40 yards by uh, sacks. Yes. So on six sacks. So if you take those away, he's 182 yards on 34 carries. That's 5.7 yards per 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 rush. Yeah. So uh, yeah, he's a he he's a guy that you if you contain him, this offense has zero chance of scoring a bunch on you. Zero. Didn't they have didn't they have Jacob Sermon playing quarterback for this team last year? Was it wasn't Sermon the quarterback? Remember the kid, the kid that from Washington? Washington? Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, 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 the, his dad played. Uh, it was a couple years. It was a couple years ago. I was a couple years. Twenty twenty one. Yeah, it was twenty twenty one. Gotcha. Yeah, he might have been on the team last year, but Daniel Richardson was their quarterback last year. Oh, Daniel Richardson. Yeah, the small yeah. little kid. Yep. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Yeah, Sermon was there a couple years ago, but yep. yes, yeah, he, uh, yeah, he was there. <laughs> Um, but, um, I think his, isn't his brother court, a linebacker at Cal or was at least last year. Yeah. Jackson sermon. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. that's his brother. Yeah. Cause he's, cause his dad's the, uh, his dad's the defense coordinator, right? Peter sermon. The Cal. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, uh, yeah, I believe, yeah, I believe he, I believe he's that Cal cause I know he was at Washington and he's moved around a lot, uh, as a coach, but yeah, I believe he's at, yeah, he's a Cal. Yeah, it was yeah, since they're in 2020. So no, he, yeah, he was at Washington a while ago. He was at, he's been at Cal since 18. He was at Mississippi State for a year, Louisville for a year, USC for two years, Washington for two years, Tennessee. So yeah, he's been he's been around for a little bit. Second key up for me, Ryan is is it ties into the quarterback. A lot of these keys are going to be about the quarterback, right? It's it's be disciplined, like you were last week. Be disciplined. Just don't don't lose rush lanes. Don't turn this kid loose. Just be disciplined. Don't have blown coverages. Don't don't overlook this opponent. Not not don't overlook them from the standpoint of oh gee they might beat you guys. They're not losing to Central Michigan. And I know some of you are like no don't say that. guys. They're not losing Central Michigan. And uh, but you also don't like we said Ryan. You don't want to lose. You don't want to develop bad habits. You know, you're up by three touchdowns and your defense turns a guy loose and they score a big touchdown. I, I think of like the UMass game in 2015. Remember that? Where Notre Dame was winning early and they like had a blown zone drop and a guy runs for like an 82-yard touchdown and and you just kind of let them hang around for a half. And I think it was like 22-20 to 20 right before C.J. Sanders had that punt return right before the end of the half for a touchdown. And you're just like, why are you letting this team hang around? And second half, Notre Dame ran him off the field. But, like, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that in this game. I want to see you put this team away early. And if you're disciplined, they're, they're not good enough to beat you. That's really what it boils down to. Be disciplined. Be focused. And that, Ryan, just comes down to what you and I have been talking about all year, man. Do Focus on you. Do right. your job. This is about your effort, your focus, your intensity. It's not about Central Michigan. And if you are disciplined, Central Michigan has no chance in this game. You don't have to do anything exotic or different to make plays and to win this football game. I mean, that's where you are, right? Like, you you don't need a safety freelancing. You don't need a running back, you know, being too cute and popping it somewhere that it shouldn't be popped. You don't need a quarterback playing hero ball consistently against this team. Like, you just don't need those things. I mean, at the end of the day, Guys, we, we can work through this roster. This is a football team that was bad last year and lost some key players off of a bad football mm-hmm. team. Like, this is just – it's not a very good team. It's not. I mean, we're never going to paint it that way. 
and this goes not only from the def- uh, on the defensive side of the ball, from the offensive side of the ball. Make the plays that are there for you, right? Stay true to your technique and make the plays. If you do, you're going to win this game handedly. Like, yeah. I just – the only way that this game is going to be close is if you shoot yourself in the foot, you vacate a zone, you don't trust the guy around, you do stupid stuff like that. That's mm-hmm. the only reason that this Undisciplined game is Undisciplined stuff. That's exactly right. Undisciplined stuff, right? Yep. Yeah. And then that comes down to the third key. And I had a different third key for the game when we were going over with Ryan, and Ryan came up with an even better third key. And I think this is a good one about about this game, Ryan, putting this game away early, but it also is going to be big next week. Notre Dame has been a very disruptive defense on the ball this year. Like they're forcing fumbles, they're getting breakups, they're a lot more productive. But until the end of the NC State game, they weren't getting the ball as much as you'd like to see them get the ball. This would be a nice chance, a, a, a great chance to see them kind of go out and get the ball. They've they've forced five fumbles this season. I believe they've only recovered what one, not even or not none actually. I'm trying to look at the turnover margin right now. Have they recovered a fumble yet? Let's see here. No, they have yet to. They have yet to gain a fumble. They've been close twice, but yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. So now they've they've had five interceptions so far. So like they're turning the ball over a lot more. Last year they didn't get their first interception until game four, and they didn't get their fifth their fifth turnover until the Syracuse game on October 29th. So they're certainly more disruptive, but. You could be even more so, and you've put you forced five, five fum, five forced fumbles through three games is really an impressive number, Ryan. But they need to get it now. They need to get that ball a little bit more. Last year in thirteen games, they forced eight fumbles all year. Right. They didn't have their first force forced fumble till game four, and they didn't have their fifth forced fumble until the UNLV game on October twenty second. So those are all good signs. Get the ball, and that was your yep. thing, Ryan. Was you're going to have your chances yep. capitalize. I, Brian, I mean, I, I come back to it, right? It's just this is not a good offensive line. You're playing a young quarterback. Again, talented quarterback, but very young, especially as a passer. He's very green. So those combinations together usually mean there's going to be a lot of opportunities to create turnovers, right? The, the, this quarterback, Bert Emanuel, very good athlete. He's going to make some bad decisions. It's going to happen. The offensive line is going to allow for some penetration where, you know, maybe you knock a ball out from behind. Maybe you force an errant pass. Maybe you bat a ball in the air. There are going to be chances, folks. I I guarantee that Notre Dame is going to have chances to turn the football over in this football game, multiple of them. Can they take advantage of that? Because the margin for error is going to be starting to come smaller after this week, right? So when you're going against Ohio State, USC, Clemson, Duke, all these good football teams that Notre Dame has coming up, when you get those opportunities, you have to make them, right? You have to make them. And this team that was a bad team at forcing turnovers last year, getting better this year, needs to show that they can consistently take the football away. If they can, then man, they're going to be a tough team to beat by anyone, anyone in the country, if they're able to capitalize on mistakes, capitalize on turnovers. That was the biggest thing missing outside of just swagger last year on, on last year's team, in my opinion, just from a on-paper perspective, was Notre Dame was not a team that created enough turnovers. They weren't a team that put their offense in better situations. They weren't a team that capitalized and was advantageous. I want this defense to be advantageous this week and start a little bit of a momentum building going yeah. into Ohio State and then Duke and so on and so forth after that. As we talked about a lot early, Ryan, about the offense capitalizing late, taking advantage late, 
well, what were they taking advantage of? What allowed that offense that had really not played great football for, for most of the game? They had relied on like three big plays most of the game, right? We're really four. You had the 80, they had the SMA touchdown run. You had the long game to Tobias that they ended up not getting points, but you did flip the field. You had the long pass to Holden Stace, which had happened by then. And then you had the long play by Chris Tyree before that that set up the touchdown to Jaden Greathouse. So you were feasting on big plays, but your offense really hadn't been able to, to put NC State away. Well, what changed all that? We talked about this at the beginning. Look at Notre Dame's touchdown drives. They were like, what, 33, 16, like you know, 33-yard touchdown drive, 16-yard touchdown drive. Why, why did you get those? back-to-back turnovers you know the defense did a great job in the in that aspect last week because number one when the Notre Dame offense turned the ball over and gave NC State the exact same short field of 16 yards they got nothing right right well the defense then gave the offense two chances to do that and the, the offense took 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 advantage both times and we just didn't see that last year from them Ryan they weren't able to give the offense those short fields last year they weren't able to to force those kind of turnovers. And and when you look at for most of the season and when you look at Notre Dame last year, when they did kind of start to be a little bit more opportunistic defensively, they started scoring a lot of points, even though the team as a whole wasn't very good. You know, right. you look at Syracuse, like the, the Syracuse game, they'd only, that was game, let's see, four, five, six. That was the eighth game of the year, Ryan. Coming into that game, Notre Dame only forced three turnovers all, all season. That's it. They forced two against Syracuse. One of them's a pick six, and Notre Dame goes up. Yes, yes, and she, yeah, you're right because they called off the one to 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 um that, from that Brandon Joseph. Yeah, yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So Notre Dame goes out in that game right against Syracuse. They only have 348 yards of or excuse me, 362 yards of offense. They only have 4.83 yards per play, but they score 41 points. Why? Pick six, blocked punt. They had short fields. Defense gave them short fields. Right then, you go out the next game. You get you force two turnovers against Clemson. W- one goes for six. The other turnover gives you the ball to twelve. And so your offense again, which had what 350, 348 yards of offense for the entire game, you only pass for eighty five yards. You score thirty five points on the number four team in the country and win by three touchdowns. Why? Turnovers. The blocked yep. punt deep in their own territory that you return for a touchdown. Benjamin Morrison picks off Cade Klubnik at the 12-yard line. So you have a 12-yard touchdown drive. And then, of course, the pick six puts the game away for, for Benjamin Morrison. So you, you, you go the next week, two, only one turnover against Navy, and your offense, you, couldn't, you couldn't give your offense those fields. You win by three. And then the next week you come out and you get five touchdowns, five turnovers against Boston College, and you win 44 to nothing in a game where your offense has, you know, a good day, 437 yards of offense. And honestly could have hung a couple more touchdowns on BC if there wasn't a snowstorm in the second half of that game. So even that offense was going for 40 a game when the defense started turning the ball over. This offense is a lot better. And they, you know, they hung up 45 on NC state. Who's way better defensively than what Boston college was last year. Way better way better than what Syracuse was on defense last year. So to your point, Ryan, this team becomes very hard to beat against anybody if the defense starts forcing more, consistently forcing turnovers. And it can't just be picks. 
because Brandon Armstrong's always been a bit of a he's always been a bit of a turnover prone guy. He's a freelancer. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ohio State's not going to be that way. You've got to force those turnovers. You so even if like right now they had only jumped on two of those five force fumbles, just two of them. We're looking at these numbers like, dude, seven turnovers in three games. Like, yeah, you guys have got this thing turned around. So that's that's a it's it'd be good to start that this week, Ryan. But to your point, it's got to be a trend against the USC's against the Ohio State's because Caleb Williams will force some balls every now and then. Sure. And if you're just in that mindset of, hey, you know, going for the football, it's like um, what was the who was it? Was it Thomas Harper? That. uh Forced one out last week, and then this week he comes through and knocks that ball out of the receiver's hands on that seam route. Like we're seeing a lot of that. You, know, you can tell they're practicing it, and you can tell that they're there. It's a greater point of emphasis from a coaching staff standpoint that they're doing more things to force those balls. But guys, that's how games get broken open. That's how right. games against Ohio State, you know, get won. That's how that's how USC games get won, and and that's how you beat Georgia. Is you don't just go play them straight up. You give yourself easier opportunities based on being able to force turnovers. So that's a big part yeah. of this game. Well, and, and we, we talked about what how Al Golden has operated defensively, right, Brian? I mean, if you're going to play that style of defense of being super aggressive and blitz happy, you got to force turnovers, yeah. right? Like that's kind of the whole reason you do that is because you're, you're, you picture yourself as an advantageous, disruptive football team. So yeah. make those plays when they're on the table. That's a great point, Ryan. If you're going to be this kind of team, you got to force turnovers. There's no, there's no reason like, there's no reason to do this if you're not forcing turnovers. And here's the other thing, too, that I want to add into this. One of the big question marks that I have about this defense so far is the lack of disruptives in the run game. Yeah. That's a part of the reason I want to see them turning loose the D-line because that's where that's going to come from. I, I, that's one big concern I have is how, how few negatives they've been able to generate this season. And, it, and again, I, I, it boils down to – if you're going to play this type of defense that they play and you're not creating more negatives, why, why are you doing that defense? Sure. Right. And so we need to see more of that this week. So those are the keys to victory, Ryan, before we make our predictions, folks, do me a favor, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, hit the notification bell, share this podcast and sign up for the message board at boards.irishbreakdown.com. <laughs> We'll
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.